The object of Taxi Chronicles is to allow real riders with real stories, share their experience and enhance your life. So sit back and enjoy the journey. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another episode, another rider. Today we have Mike in the house. He's a musician and he, I'm sure he has many other talents. He's been doing it a while. So he's just going to tell us about why he got into the business, what motivates him and what a typical day is like for him. Mike, nice to have you here today. Good morning. What's your official title? My official title is I'm a musical director and a session drummer. Okay, that's it. And what were you like when you were in school? What was I like when I was in school? I would say I was a in-betweener, just sort of kept my head down, got stuff done, didn't uh, particularly poke out in any way. Okay. And do you come from a musical background? No. No, not at all. Okay. What did your parents do? So my dad, he ran his own businesses, so kind of an entrepreneur, always kind of worked for himself. my mum is a painter, she's always been a French tutor. Okay. Now you do have a, there's a creative trend. Okay, that's interesting, that's interesting. So, your your main instrument is the drums. How long have you been playing the drums for? So I'm 31 now, and I started when I was about 15. Mm-hmm. But taking it seriously professionally, well, I studied sort of 19, 21 kind of age. Mm. And I think from about 21, could say that I was doing it professionally. So you had your first drums, drum set when you were 15? 15, yeah, set up in the front room while my mum was cooking dinner. <laughs> it was loud. What did your dad say about that? He was alright, he got home after I was finished practicing. But okay, it was, uh, so that was a rule, you can only practice when I'm not at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was smart like that. Okay, <laughs> uh, your mum had to endure. How long did it take you? Did, you, did you teach yourself, did you learn from YouTube? You go for lessons? Well, I took some lessons. My mum made the good decision to have me take lessons in school. Mm-hmm. And so then I was sort of part of the music community in the school. And mm-hmm. I had a great, great, great teacher who ran, he ran like a big band at, at the school. So, you know, like horns, piano, bass, okay. the whole lot. Right. And it's funny, there were three, so they rotated the drummers because you could only have one drummer at a time, mm-hmm. but you needed backups. And the, the other two drummers were, I think one of them, their dad was a orchestra conductor or mm-hmm. something. And the, they were basically two very sort of virtuoso drummers. And then there was this open third slot. And I was very fortunate that the drum teacher took a shine to me and saw some potential. And so gave me that third slot. But I was very, very out of my depth, I would say. Really? Okay. So how did you get out, how did you get into your depths? <laughs> Into my depth was a process of just playing so much, just trying to fill every every hour with some kind of playing. No matter like good, bad music, good, bad people. No, they weren't bad people, but you know, I was just if I every time an opportunity would come up, I'd kind of think if I was to not do this, or you know, what what would taking this on stop me doing? And if it wasn't stopping me from doing anything musical, then. I would take it on really, and then gradually the the sort of the least exciting gigs would get replaced by slightly better gigs, and that's kind of what's just kept happening. Mm-hmm. So you dealt with it on the psychological warfare. How do you mean? Well, if you're looking at it, yeah, 
that is a psychological the way you've attacked it you haven't just attacked it like look, I'm just going to do it you've made a you looked at it psychologically and you approached it and you said yeah well it's not it's not a disadvantage in me anyway so I'm just going to go for it yeah I'd say so and I was just I, you know I was just so excited to be playing playing drums doing anything any music was just felt like a treat it really did mm-hmm. what was your favourite who's your favourite drummer Oh, favourite drummer. Yeah, you could, you would want to, you'd die, you'd chop off someone's arm to play with. <laughs> well, you know what, recently, I don't know about, I think it's hard to have a single favourite, but Taylor Hawkins recently passed away. He played drums for Foo Fighters. Okay. And he was very influential. I used to watch, I used to download videos off, what was it, like LimeWire? Do you remember all that, like Napster yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff? Yeah. You know, to wait like half a day to download a video of them performing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just like energy it was exciting you know it wasn't necessarily that he was playing particularly quickly or technical or anything mm. like that but it was mm. it was just inspiring it was exciting what is it about the drums that captivated you drums are so exciting they're so fun they're loud it's like it's a very very physical sort of cathartic experience because that like so nowadays my role is split so i actually spend most of my time in this musical director part of my role, which is much more helping mm-hmm. bands get everything arranged, but I'm more behind the scenes and more mm-hmm. directing and then shipping them off. But when I get to do, I still get to like one or two, maybe 25% of my time I'm still playing drums and it is the perfect antidote to whatever is going on in your mind. It's, it's the exact opposite of emails or decisions or thinking or being unsure, getting to sit behind a kit and just batter it is uh, it's like therapy. Similar question, but what motivates you? That is a really good question. That's quite a difficult question, I think. Because initially, honestly, for a long time, I was just wanting to be able to make money from, from playing music. I don't mean the money fundamentally was, was motivating me, but wanting to be able to support myself by, through music. That was a very, very driving force. And so every time a new gig would come in or a new project, it would be the best feeling because it would be be like, all right, great, I bought myself another month of being able to do this thing that feels like a... Okay. They say the art of true success is finding something that you love and being paid for it. Mm. Would you classify yourself as successful? Did you say, would I classify myself as successful? That's the question that I've been asking myself since the pandemic and everything. I think that's a. I think it's hard to give a short answer to that. I think in some ways, yes, because I've. I think I've fulfilled that first goal. You know, Breaking Bad. Yeah. Brian Cranston. I heard an interview with him, and he said that the thing he's most proud of in his career is that he's managed to support himself through acting for however many, you know, for his whole life. Is he the young one or the old he's one? He's the old one. Okay. Yeah, so he's, I don't know how old he is now, but, and you know, obviously he's reached like huge critical success and financial success, I'm sure, but you know, he's still saying, I can pay my rent through doing what I love and that's success. Yeah. And so I think from that point of view, I, I, I absolutely would say that. But I think what I've been thinking about post-pandemic is work-life balance. And, you know, I'm here on my kind of, 12th day on the trot or something you know I think when I'm often spending you often find me on a Sunday sitting behind Ableton working and instead of being with the person I love and I think that is not 
Full yeah. success. Okay, so you're saying, okay, so you basically you just have to balance the amount of hours you do in the day. Exactly, easier said than done. Okay, that's interesting. Is it, uh, I ask that because also Dave Chappelle's father said to him when he wanted to be a comedian mm. that you know it's not an easy road and not a lot of people make it. And he said that's the question of how you look at it, what you make it, Dad. And he said, what do you mean? He said, well, you're a teacher. If I can earn a teacher's wage doing comedy, then I've made it. <laughs> and he said, with that attitude, you got to go a long way. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, so I would say, sort out your work-life balance and you've and you're, and you're made it then. Yeah, in yeah. In your personal respect of things like that. What does the future hold for you? You're asking big questions. <laughs> mm, that's good. Honestly, I, like, I, love, I love what I do, what I do. And I think if I can, if I can find that balance and be able to put the energy into my personal life that I put into my professional life, mm. and if I can keep stability within that, if I could buy a home, that'd be nice. Mm -hmm. But I think, I think those are my goals right now. Really, I think if I can, yeah, you know, I think when I'm working, I feel like I've, I often, I feel like I've won a lottery ticket. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, good. What but, yeah, it's difficult. It's a difficult question. Yeah, okay. but I think more of the same, but with some more, some more balance, and you know, more time with family, friends, partner. That's uh, I think right now. That's that would do me well. Alright. What have you learned through your whole experience in the music industry that you wish you knew when you had started? Hmm. I think that people. I think more and more I've learned to just, this is going to sound cliches, but to just fully be myself when I, in any professional environment, I think I used to think I had to project a certain, I don't know, overconfidence or always have the answers. I'm a lot more confident now saying, I'm not sure what we should do with this song. What do you guys think? Let's, let's experiment. I think, I think people actually I like to think people now like to work with me because I'm honest and open and kind and I think all of those things are, are assets or values that mm. in the past I maybe would have yeah tried to project more of a more of a hard outer shell you know mm -hmm. okay. who have you worked with what kind of music what kind of music have do you help create? It's a bit of a spectrum, but I've generally ended up on the kind of, it's always funny trying to apply adjective to music, but on the alternative side of pop music. So I work with a lot of singer-songwriters. I grew up listening to a lot of guitar music and guitar bands, and increasingly I'm working with those kind of bands as well, which makes me very happy. But yeah, I haven't spent much time in kind of pop-pop worlds, but yeah, a lot of solo artists, singer-songwriters, it's, yeah, it's tricky to put, it's very tricky to put, put music into words without sounding completely vague. <laughs> okay, okay, no problem there. Where can people find you? They can find me on my Instagram, which is uh, MikeParkMD. Do you want to spell that for us? Yes, uh, uh, M-I-K-E-P-A-R-K-M-D. Okay, thanks. And they'll be able to hear any of your music you've been doing? 
they'll be able to see what are, yeah the artists that I've been working with recently and what I've been up to. Okay, that's good. That's good. If you had to leave a gift to the world, from based on your life experience, what would you leave the world? Wow. That's another difficult question. You got some good questions. Thank you. Man, I'm not sure, Simon. I'm not sure I've got an answer to that right now. That's a. Uh, I'm okay. gonna have to think on that. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no problem there. At least, at least you're. Um, at least you're in that particular. At least you're honest. Uh, as you said, honesty is one of your integrities. So that's very good. A quick, quick question is, for a young person who wants to get into drumming, mm. what would be your advice? I think number one would be just play, 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 play. Get good at your craft. That's, that's fundamental, of course. But I think also play with people. Just seek out any opportunity you can to play with other musicians. That, for me, has always been... I've never been as disciplined as I should be about practicing on my own, mm-hmm. whether in the front room mm-hmm. or wherever else. Um, but I think the more you can seek to connect with people and play with people, and that's, that's just how opportunities slowly build and grow. And I think I would always go into any, any musical situation as if it's the most important gig you ever did. Mm-hmm. And if you... It's funny, This you, I think you'll hear a lot of people give the same advice in my world, which is, mm-hmm. and I'm sure in a lot of other worlds, it's like if you turn up on time and you're professional and kind and good, it's really, there's kind of no magic formula. That's it. If you mm-hmm. keep doing a really, really great job, you can't go too far wrong. Okay. That's, that's good. A question that just comes to mind is where... When it comes to drums, I've seen people with the sticks, bang, 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 bang. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. That's, yeah, that's what I do, yeah. And there's the other drums where you use your hands. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you play, does a drummer know how to play both? And if so, have you also, have you ever seen, there's some drums in Ghana, they're massive, the tribal drums, mm. and they're like the height of two people, a grown man. Okay. And you have to be on like a, you go up a step ladder to, and they're kind of massive for the king. Have you ever seen drums like that? And no. can you play bong jump? You should see that. It's phenomenal. I see a picture of Did it. Did you say the height of two people? Yeah. They're massive. They're like, and they got that leather skin thing at the top. And they're all decorated with the African carving. Yeah. And he's doing it. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Is it like deep, like big? I don't know. I just saw a picture. <laughs> And I okay. thought, where did my friend's guard from Ghana? It's a shanty tribe. So I thought that might be something that would be interesting you. Yeah, I'll just throw that out there at the end. <laughs> but anyway, enough said about that. It's been a great guest. We appreciate you. Just remind people where they can find you before we close out. Yeah, thank you. They can find me on Instagram, Mike Park MD. Thank you very much, Simon. Thanks a lot for that. And do not forget the listeners. I hope that helps you in your drumming career out there. To listen, to listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories, where we interview people who've invested in Africa from around the world in the hope that people understand in that Africa is not the place that has great potential, in other words. Have a nice day. 
We hope that episode enhanced your life. We post an interview every day as well as vlogging on our social media channel. Don't forget to subscribe to get our latest episode.